Well, hello there. Time again for the Florida Roundtable. Thank you for joining me, Melissa Fox, every week. I really appreciate you. This week, we'll be talking about Pi Day. That's March 14th. But more importantly, about 55,000 unfilled STEM jobs here in Florida. Yeah, that ought to be a very interesting interview. It's the end of daylight savings time, and during the annual Vehicle Safety Recalls Week, we urge you to look up your VIN and find out if you have any recalls on your car. Networking excellence, building a strong value-based network in an accelerating digital world. That's a book we're going to talk to the author about. A very important segment coming up as well with lawyer Jeffrey Kaufman about the tort reform bill that's being considered by our Florida legislation. And pop quiz, which is the healthiest cooking oil? Olive, canola, avocado? We'll find out soon on the Florida Roundtable. By now, you know exactly what a medical alert device is. So let's talk about what we offer. One of the best prices for medical alert devices in the country. If you're on a fixed income, call our special medical alert hotline right now. You'll qualify for free equipment and our best price starting at a dollar a day. That's it. You could have your loved one or yourself protected by the largest medical emergency response network in the country. If you need a medical alert system for your mom, your dad, you, or another loved one, call right now and start 24-7 protection for about a dollar a day. With no setup fees, equipment charges, or long-term contracts. You've seen the rest. Now call Stay Safe now for our best price. 800-876-5235, That's 800-876-5230. When it comes to taking care of your acreage, don't mess around. Toro zero-turn mowers cut big yards down to size in less time, so you can spend more time hunting, fishing, or just enjoying the day. Built with comfort-enhancing, productivity-boosting features like MyRide suspension that takes the ache out of acreage, massive rear-drive tires for ultimate traction, and ultra-durable Ironforge cutting decks you can rely on for years to come. Bowl through anything that dares get in your way. Toro. Count on it. Visit Toro.com slash zero-turn to find yours. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. The U.S. Department of Transportation's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration is urging us consumers to utilize free resources. Why? Well, you might have an open safety recall. With me today to talk about this is Dr. Stephen Ridella. He's from the Office of Defects Investigation at the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Welcome to the show, Dr. Ridella. How are you? I'm great. Nice to be here, Melissa. Tell us a little bit about what you are doing and how uh, Vehicle Safety Recalls Week happens around daylight savings time. Why is that? So Vehicle Safety Recalls Week, it's put in place many years ago. We do it annually so that people are aware that open safety recalls on vehicles are, are a reasonable risk to safety. I guess an unreasonable risk to safety means it could be a danger to you as your driver or to your passengers in your vehicle. 
those recalls are issued by companies to correct the safety defect, and they must get them. They must fix them for free uh, for that particular vehicle make, model, or model year. And we do the safety recalls week to, to raise awareness. If you're checking your clocks uh, to move them forward in springtime, if you're changing your smoke alarm batteries, doing spring cleaning, another thing to do is just check for recalls. It's an important thing to do, and if you find you have an open safety recall in your vehicle, you can take it to your dealer and get it fixed for free. So when a recall is declared by a company, they, they have an obligation to, to find a remedy for that. They must notify you within 60 days of declaring the recall. They'll send you a first-class letter saying you have an open safety recall on your vehicle. It may say um, parts aren't ready yet, or it may say please call your dealer immediately and, and schedule an appointment. And finally, we have an app called huh? Safer Car. Safer Car app is available on both Android and Apple phones, and you download that app, put your vehicle identification number in, your whole, all your family's numbers as well, and even child seats and tires. And if there's a, an open recall declared on any of those ve uh, vehicle or components, um, you'll get a notification and also possibly a uh, directions on how to get to the nearest dealership. Perfect. We are talking right now with Dr. Stephen Radella. And you are the director of the Office of Defects Investigation at the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. How did you get this job, and how uh, interesting is it for you? This job is fascinating. Um, there's never a dull moment. We, uh, we, we take in roughly 50 to 60,000 complaints a year, and we are always looking for the safety risk of a particular complaint or issue that we find. And, and through that process, either investigation or discussions with manufacturers, you know, we, we um, will find that recalls are, are issued. And um, like I said, it's never a dull moment. I love the, the work. The people that work for this office love the work. We feel like we're saving lives every day because last year alone, uh, Melissa, there were almost 1,100 safety recalls that impacted over 32 million vehicles and pieces of equipment. So chances are you've got a vehicle or component that was under recall over the last several years because recalls have been increasing and um, it's just it's a lot of fun to work, but it's also very rewarding work because you um, are, we feel saving lives every day. Oh, and, that's um, good. How I got the job, mm -hmm. I got the job because I've been in safety my whole career, and um, when this job became available, I couldn't resist applying for it, and, and uh, here I am uh, six years later. Yeah, good for you. So folks get the Safer Car app, either platform, whether it's, uh, you know, the Android or uh, iPhone. And you can, how does it take track of your recalls on that? How does that, um, how does that keep our roads safer? So that app is, is constantly searching in the databases that are provided by the manufacturers for open recalls. And if one's declared, then it'll just give you a notification of that recall. Um, and, you know, again, when people are aware of it, they'll tend to take their car in and get it fixed. And that's a, that makes our roads safer. I do want to point out in Florida, you may have heard about the, the Takata airbag recall that's been going on for several years. Mm -hmm. Florida is kind of like almost ground zero for really serious issues because those um, inflators and those airbags were seriously affected by the high heat and humidity that's, that's in Florida. Even though um, it's been going on for many years, there's still 400,000 unrepaired airbags in Florida. I want to make sure that your listeners oh, are aware if they have a vehicle that's with that recall, they should take it in because it's a very serious safety risk. Well, you know what, Dr. Riddell, Della, we should, um, we should definitely give out that information again because you just perked up a bunch of ears and they're like, what? Airbag? No. So where do we go for more information again? NHTSA.gov slash recalls or call our hotline at 888 327-4236 or download the Safer Car app.
Dr. Stephen Ridella, thank you so much for joining us today on the Florida Roundtable. If your king or queen sago palms have been invaded by Asian cycad scale, it's time to fight back with organic Summit year-round spray oil. It kills Asian cycad scale and other insect pests, but Summit year-round spray oil contains no chemical toxins. Insects don't build up a resistance to this horticultural oil, so it keeps working every time you spray. Summit year-round spray oil is available at fine garden centers and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Hello, I'm Hector Elizondo, Emmy Award-winning actor, and I want to talk to you about getting older. My body hurts, my joints ache, and sometimes I forget. I forget that doing all your own scenes for a movie isn't always the best decision, especially when you're galloping side saddle down a countryside road on a horse named Archie Bello, who seems to have only one speed, high. And pulling on his reins only seems to encourage him to go even faster. So, of course, my body hurts and my joints ache, but it's not because of my age. It's because I'm living my life. Oh, oh Archibello! Don't let life pass you by. Take care of your brain health. It may just help you stay on top of your game. As soon as this scene wraps, I'm going to kiss the ground, thank Archibello for his outstanding performance, feed him a carrot, and visit brainhealth.gov. Find out how you can make the most of your brain as you age at brainhealth.gov. It's the Florida Roundtable, and, well, you know how to make relationships work. Seriously, do you? <laughs> it's, uh, there's a lot of important skills involved like that, especially for career success. Maybe finding a job, a goal accomplishment that is barely, if ever, taught in schools. What is it? It's networking. How to network. That's our guest today, David Oliventia. How are you? I'm doing excellent, Melissa. How about yourself? I'm good. I got a peek at your book, looked around a little bit, learned some stuff, acknowledged some things as well. Um, how to Know How to Network, Make the Most of Each Relationship is the name of the book. Why'd you write it? Well, there's a couple reasons, uh, Melissa, why, why I wrote the book. Um, the, the first is around sharing my, my journey of networking and networking excellence and what I've learned. I, I've I've been able to rise to the senior executive ranks at, at Fortune 100 companies, uh, invest in some very successful startups, uh, and found several uh, national leadership organizations. But the underpinning for that success is, is networking, and I wanted to I wanted to share that. That's the first one. The second reason why I wrote, wrote the book was I wanted to fulfill demand. And and if you ask people what's the number one or number two skill to help accelerate your career to help you achieve promotional velocity, you know, to find a job or a new role or more rapidly accomplish your goals, the, the overwhelming answer would, would be networking. But, Melissa, they, they, you don't really see this course in universities and colleges, and there's minimal direct, you know, direct readings on this topic. So I wanted to fulfill that demand is, is, is the second reason. 
And the third, which is in the spirit of networking, is I wanted to give back. I wanted to give back in my approach on networking. I've read hundreds of books around this topic of networking that I pour into this book. And the third around giving back is I interview 30 people that have achieved networking excellence, and they share their stories and approaches, and I pulled that all together in a book, and I wanted to give back. So those are, those are the reasons why uh, I wrote this book, Melissa. Yeah, and those are some darn good reasons, too. I did notice that when I was in college, that there wasn't any sort of networking, but that was like 30 years ago. So um, <laughs> it may have changed by then, but apparently it hasn't. Now, we're talking with no, David. No, I don't think it has. I don't think it has, Melissa. No, I don't think so at all. And I, it's scary to think of these people. They're la- your kids are lacking skills and networking. so important. Um, as a matter of fact, a couple of takeaways that I actually got was execution and work. Identifying and helping the right yes. people and networks be successful. How do you identify who the right people are? That's a great, great question, Melissa. So... To identify the right people, it goes back to the first part of the the framework that I lay out is, is having the great foundation. So if you want to think about identifying the right people, you got to go back to having a strong foundation. So how do you have a strong foundation, Melissa? Well, there's a couple different reasons, ways in, in, that you do that. The first is deeply understanding yourself. You know, what are you good at? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What is your purpose in life? What values do you have? What, what value do you bring to any relationship? And deeply, deeply understanding those. Um, and then what are the, based on those, what are the goals that you have? What, what are the SMART goals, right? How are they specific, measurable, time-bound, realistic? You know, what are the SMART goals that you have? Once you have those components of your foundation, then, you can, then that helps you, okay, well, then who are the right people that can help me with the goals that I have. They can help me by making connections. They can help me by educating me on these goals. And really, then you lay out and identify all those right people and right networks, by the way, that, that you should be. And then how do you give tremendous tons and tons and tons of value to make them successful and measure that success? So that's how you identify uh, the right. Because, Melissa, there's thousands and hundreds of thousands of people that we can network with this in this world. But those who achieve networking excellence are a little bit more deliberate uh, in how they look and, and they, they identify those to network with. Oh, I see. Now, a lot of people kind of have misconceptions about what networking is, what it, uh, you know, what it achieves. What are some of them? Can you share? Yes. Uh, so the first one, uh, it, it kind of goes back to the foundation that you can network and be excellent at networking without having a strong foundation. Uh, I mean, you can do it, but um, you, you know, you're not going to be excellent at it. So that's that's the first one is the foundation. Uh, the second one is there's the misconception is you know I go out and I pass out business cards and it's about how does networking help me, and it's definitely networking is not about helping you. Uh, it's about what I define networking as mutual success, giving value to those people in your network and networks such that you can, uh, in an ongoing way, to accomplish mutual success. So the, the, the second one is it's not about you. Uh, the third is misconception is, oh, you know, in order for me to be excellent at networking, I need to have thousands and tens of thousands of people following me on social media and thousands of people in my network. That's a misconception. Oh, wow. You know, if you have the right foundation – 
it can be five people, 10, 15, you know, whatever the number, you know, 50, but it's, it's what's, uh, what's right for, what's the number that's right for you based on your foundation, your purpose and your goals. And the last one is um, that introverts, you know, can't network and aren't good at networking. That's the last, you know, know, one of the last misconceptions, right? And then in my book, I give the tips, tools, techniques that help introverts minimize any anxiety that they have towards networking. Well, that makes perfect sense. We're talking with David Olivencia. Almost choked on that one. That's a lot of vowels in there, my friend. <laughs> well, uh, you got it. You got it, Melissa. <laughs> you did a great job. <laughs> he's an author. He's a networking excellence specialist, building a strong value-based network in an accelerating digital world. Does the digital world kind of mean that we don't have to network or that we can do it all online? Or is networking more of a face-to-face? It's both. I believe it's both. Uh, and you can, it's a, you know, the digital and social is another tool uh, to help you uh, with your goals and your network. Um, but you got to have that right foundation around it. You know, you'll see people put stuff out on social media that's all over the place and you're, you don't know what, what they stand for and what they, what they believe in. But those who are good at networking excellence, look at digital and social as a tool and a vehicle, you know, to help them uh, better connect with their network and stay engaged with their network, uh, give tons of value to their network and potentially find new people in the network as they put out right content, value content that uh, goes out to the world. Certain people gravitate towards them and then potentially become members or, you know, or, or in closer circles, which is what I talk about in the book, you know, to their, to their identified network. So social is a tool, but if you don't have a foundation, it could also be, it could be detrimental in terms of your network and your brand in terms of what you put out there. So social is great, but make sure you have the foundation. Yeah, most definitely. Social, it has its limitations. You got a lot of posers out there. You know what I mean by posers, people who pretend they are something they are not. Um, I've always found the face-to-face gatherings to be kind of fun pre-pandemic, of course. Uh, but I think they're coming back now. We have a few here in, in uh, the Orlando area where I'm based out of that I've been uh, strongly involved in for a long time. Um, but, you know, there's other folks that don't know these places exist. Now, good stories on networking, maybe? Uh, I read a few in your book. Which ones stand out to you? Yeah, there's one story. I mean, there's, I have lots of great stories uh, in the book, but one I'll, I'll highlight here is one uh, from a Dr. Robert uh, Rodriguez, who, who's also a, a best-selling author and around employee resource groups. But he, he, he mentions a story, and the, the title of the story is called 911 Networking. And he mentions a story where he reaches out to somebody that he wants to build a relationship with and help and asks him to connect for lunch. Uh, he, and he, the, the person turns him down. He invites him to a golf outing. The person turns him down. He invites him to a gala and turns him down. And this goes on, Robert, you know, trying to connect with him over a year or so, and the person keeps turning him down. Two or three years pass, uh, and this person uh, reaches out to Robert and says, Hey, Robert, um, you know, I just lost my job. I need help. Uh, can you, uh, you know, connect me with your network to help me find a job? And we call that nine 
one-on-one networking where the person doesn't even say, "Hey, how are you doing?" It's you know, and, and he he's, he never returned any 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 calls or anything of value, and then he's asking for something uh, you know in return, and so what what Robert ended up you know uh, uh, connecting with him uh, and helping him, but gave him a little bit of a, a you know a, a discipline and a conversation about about networking and giving back. So you know the mess the moral of that story is. You know, keep your networks warm. You know, continuously, you know, connect with value, and you know, just avoid avoid that nine one one. Right? You want to give something. You want to give value and build mutual success, and not just take from it from any relationship, Melissa. I love it. It's great. You are your book uh, again, which is called Networking Excellence: Building a Strong Value Based Network in an Accelerating Digital World. We are talking with author David Olivencia and talking about a, a networking, his approach. He's been able to. You've been able to climb the corporate ladder and some of the world's leading companies. I'm sure it wasn't espionage or blackmail, but actually networking, right? <laughs> no, that's right. I mean, really. <laughs> You know, looking at uh, different people and in the organization, and how do you help them be successful? What are the the different value in your value toolkit, and how you help different people? And it's been uh, and you use some of your resources internally the companies, but you also use uh, your networks outside of your companies. You know, Melissa, a lot of a lot of folks you'll find that they spend their whole lives in their company, and their ninety ninety to one hundred percent of their network is within their company. And there's so much more strength that you can get also by building your network outside of your company and using those to help you be successful. And those within your company, bringing those to the to bear to help those people within your network in your company be successful. I love it. This is such good, good stuff, folks. Good things to know. Good things to pass on. Buy the book. Just get out there and pick up the book. You can get that just about anywhere, right? Brick and mortar online. That's right. Okay, perfect. That's right. On, on Amazon, it's a hot new bestseller, and, and all the other major bestselling, uh, you know, book bookstores out there. Perfect. Thank you so much for sharing what you know and what you've learned about networking with us, David. We really appreciate you joining us on the Florida Roundtable. Uh, thank you, Melissa. My pleasure. In times of crisis, the American Red Cross is there for the men and women of the United States Armed Forces and their families. From communicating messages during emergencies to outreach to the National Guard and Reserves to veterans assistance and military hospital visits, the Red Cross provides vital services. Support the Red Cross service to the armed forces and change a life, starting with your own. To find out how you can help, visit redcross.org or contact your local American Red Cross chapter. Thank you. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Could you use monthly payments to help meet basic needs, like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet? Find out about Supplemental Security Income. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older. 
or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov SSI. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata. Growing up with a brother with autism, Sarah Kronk witnessed firsthand how kids with disabilities felt left out by their peers. It's why at the age of 15, Sarah approached her cheerleading coach with an idea to include girls with disabilities on her school's cheer team. Well, what started out as an inclusive high school cheer team in a small town in Iowa has led to what is now known as Sparkle Effect, a thriving nonprofit with over 180 cheer teams across the United States, bringing students with and without disabilities together through cheerleading. The result? More confidence, higher grades, and better school attendance for kids with disabilities. And for those without a disability, new friends and a greater empathy. You want to learn more? Well, visit disabilitycampaign.org, where we have posted a link to the fabulous work known as The Sparkle Effect. We're here early before they wake up. We stay late. We stay informed. We invest in the latest technology. We take the time to train the next generation of doctors and nurses. We work together to make sure we heal their bodies and their minds. We do this not because it's our job, but because this is about our veterans' lives. This is our mission. More than 300,000 of us working as one, together with families and loved ones. No matter where they live in this country, we'll be there. We all come together and stand together to serve our veterans. We stand strong, united. Stand with us in caring for our veterans. Imagine. Imagine being denied an apartment because of your religion or your race or because you have children or a disability. It's so wrong. Yes, but who has the power to stop this? You do. Each of us has the power. The law is on your side. It's illegal for landlords to discriminate because of race, color, religion, sex, national origin, disability, or familial status. If you suspect that you have experienced housing discrimination, file a complaint with HUD immediately so we can investigate it. Fair housing is your right. Use it. To learn more, visit HUD.gov slash fair housing. That's HUD.gov slash fair housing. Or call 1-800-669-9777. 1-800-669-9777. A public service message from HUD in partnership with the National Fair Housing Alliance. There seems to be a gap in STEM jobs, and uh, we're trying to figure out why. So the Florida Roundtable has invited Florida Polytech University President Dr. Randy K. Event. Pie Day is coming up. You know, usually it's reserved for jokes and pastry puns, but Pie Day actually, as you know, celebrates 3.14s, and it keeps going on. So anyway, I've got our guest here, Dr. Randy K. Event. So tell me why these STEM jobs are remaining unfulfilled. Are unfilled hmm? Well, it's uh, 
Steelman is a major player in the U.S. economy, of course. And, uh, and so it creates what we call high demand, low supply jobs. And the high demand, of course, comes from the fact that uh, that is such a big factor in the U.S. economy. And there are a lot of companies, and those companies really need a skilled workforce to fill those jobs. Low supply in that it, it's a tough major. And uh, you know, historically, uh, students that go into engineering, uh, complete engineering degrees at well less than half of what other students complete other degrees in. And uh, and then even once they get a engineering degree, a good number of them don't really go into the engineering tech fields. I know at uh, MIT, one of the major uh, recruiters out of MIT Electrical Engineering is actually Wall Street. And uh, many of you may have seen that, uh, um, that engineering is the most predominant uh, field among Fortune 500 CEOs, even more dominant than business schools. So engineering teaches you how to analytically uh, solve problems, and that's in high demand in all fields, not just in the tech sector. Now, um, Florida Polytech University, is that the state's only all-STEM university? It is the, the state's only all-STEM university. And actually across the nation, there's not very many all-STEM universities. Most of the uh, STEM universities still have a bit of other comprehensive programs, but uh, there's probably only a handful of universities that uh, that are 100% STEM. Wow. Now, could you uh, tell me you think maybe the fact we're not teaching enough STEM and uh, in high school, do you think that might be an issue that's getting people in to the polytech, or is it just that you know that they get they get they get there and then they just don't want to go ahead and work in the industry because you did mention that, doctor. Yeah, it, it's it's a little of both. Um, you know, certainly U.S. values STEM degrees and engineers much less than other countries like Asia, and uh, and so you just don't have as much attraction for students to go into those fields. Um, and then, of course, uh, you know, to be successful in those fields, you need a lot of math. And uh, and so, you know, a lot of times in high school, we don't give enough math to the students to prepare them for the strenuous degree. And uh, and then once you do get a degree, you're a little bit of a rock star. You know, it is a high demand, low supply area. Our students get lots of job offers and, uh, you know, with uh, high salaries. And so they kind of get to pick and choose. And that's uh, one of the reasons why it's so important to grow an economy in a state like Florida is that, you know, Companies don't want to move into places where they can't get workforce, and uh, and so you know they uh, that's a big thing in terms of trying to help grow that workforce is to make sure that we have the uh, jobs available, we have the candidates. Now, as you were saying, now Florida wants to not only attract more to the state these high tech companies, but how do we do that if we don't have the right engineers or folks for the jobs? Yeah, I think uh, um, you know a number of years ago. You know, 2010 or so, Florida made a strategic decision that it wanted to try and grow the, and diversify its economy into high tech because those are high skill, high wage jobs. And uh, Florida Poly was one of the results out of that is to try and to uh, increase the uh, number of STEM degrees. I think that uh, I've seen a statistic that, uh, you know, we're one of the largest states in the nation, but we produce about 37th uh, in terms of production of, of engineering graduates. And so historically, we haven't produced a lot of engineering graduates, and, and Florida Poly is one big reason why that university was created, was to try and fill that gap so that we could bring in more high-tech jobs. 
I was just going to ask you what you guys are doing to help out and become part of the solution. <laughs> yeah, part of part of that is just uh, you know producing great graduates and uh, really going after you know top graduates, keeping them in the state. the The other part of that, of course, is doing research and uh, and and helping industry solve their problems. Ah, perfect. So. Do we get to re- retain the STEM talent here in Florida, or are they like uh, the opposite of everybody else, and they're heading back up north? There's a little, little of both. Um, depends on the institution that you're at. Uh, I know here at Florida Poly, we retain a significant number of our graduates. It's uh, uh, the ones that we contract; about 85 percent stay in Florida, and uh, um, and so those are those are pretty good numbers. Yeah, they are. That's really good numbers. Yeah. Uh, let's let's look into the future with our crystal ball and tell me how you envision Florida's high-tech economy growing in the next, say, 10, 15, 20 years even. I think that, uh, uh, you know, it's on a good sector trajectory right now. Uh, there's certainly a lot of interest from uh, 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 industry around the country of moving uh, to Florida. And, uh, you know, I think things are going very well. I think that, you know, we're spending a lot of time trying to really court high-tech industry, and you're seeing some pockets uh, set up of that. So I think the uh, trajectory is very good, and, and hopefully we can keep increasing it. Fun facts, folks. First of all, I'm talking to the university president of Florida Poly. That would be Dr. Randy K. Event. And we actually started off with a little joke about Pi Day, which is March 14th or 314. Now, the jokes, the puns, but actually this year we're talking about how we are lacking people going into the STEM area, into these jobs also by proxy that are available, unfulfilled uh, situations. And if, again, we want more of these tech companies down here. So Florida Poly is part of the solution. Dr. Event. Um, State levels, regional levels, do you know anything more outside of Florida about how things are going uh, with these high-skill, high-wage jobs? It's uh, it, They're in demand everywhere, uh, uh, not just here in Florida. You know, it's particularly uh, bad here in Florida just because uh, our tech sector is growing so fast. But, uh, but nationally, the jobs are plentiful, and uh, they're good-paying jobs. Uh, the other thing is they're rewarding careers that really can lead to a high quality of life for the individuals that go into them. Uh, you know, we like to tell our students that they basically won the lottery being able to do this math and this complex engineering because they get to kind of set their demands of what right. they want out of a career. Right. Um, how can people get more information? I'm sure we've got a lot of interest at this point. You use the keywords high skill. High wage. So where can we go for uh, more info on Polytech? Uh, you can certainly learn more about Florida Poly on the uh, web and uh, visit our website. And uh, and also come see us. We have uh, uh, our building was voted one of the 15 most breathtaking buildings in the world uh, uh, among architects across the world. So it's a beautiful campus, a very high-tech campus, and we always enjoy having people come out and see us. Wow, Florida Poly. And if you had any words for people who are teaching in high school situations, uh, what would you say to them about STEM? Um, I think that uh, uh, what I would say is that, uh, you know, keep pushing math. Uh, You know, the biggest thing in engineering degree is getting a good, solid foundation in math. But uh, 
But, you know, we need well-rounded students. And uh, so, you know, we, we don't need to focus just on the math and the engineering. We need to make sure we're focusing on broad curriculum and we're teaching skills, of, you know, communication skills, collaboration skills, all of those types for our high school students. And for me and some of our listeners, but mostly for me, can you uh, tell me what the anagram STEM stands for? It's, uh, it's science. Technology, engineering, and mathematics. Oh, you got to say that again, Doctor Avent. Say the first one. Did you say it's a Randy? Yeah. Yes. Okay. You want me to call you Randy? No, I meant the first thing you said. Did you say it's a science? Yes. Science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Okay. Where are you originally from, Doc? I'm originally from North Carolina. Yeah, it showed just for a second there. (laughs) Anyway, you're like, I really enjoyed talking with you. This has been a lot of fun. Dr. Randy K. Avent. And uh, we got to wrap this bad boy up, though. Folks, go out there, get them jobs, get your technical training. If you are a math whiz, you got to be thinking about this. Again, uh, Pi Day, that would be March 14th. Let's look at STEM jobs. Let's look at STEM. Just go to Florida Poly for more information. Dr. Randy K. Event, thank you so much for enlightening us on the Florida Roundtable. Families affected by disasters urgently need support. You can help the American Red Cross provide help and hope to those who need it when they need it most. Donate today, won't you? Go to redcross.org. Or you can call 1-800-RED-CROSS to help people affected by disasters big and small. I'll be here to hear what's on your mind. As an adult, kids want to know you're listening to them, but they also want to listen to you. When it comes to alcohol, they want to know your expectations and how and why to avoid underage drinking. Talking early and often about it in everyday conversations reinforces your message and keeps lines of communication open. For more information, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. The wind in your hair, the sun on your face. There's nothing like experiencing Florida's waterways on a personal watercraft. Knowing how your PWC operates will keep you safe on the water. Remember, PWCs need thrust to change direction, so use a controlled amount of throttle to turn. Know your limits, never ride recklessly, and always wear your life jacket. Safe boating is no accident. To learn more, visit the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission at myfwc.com. Drugs and alcohol have real effects on your ability to drive. In fact, last year more than 800 people died in impaired driving crashes in Florida. DUIs are costly and you will lose your license. You may even face jail time. DUIs will stay on your record for 75 years. Driving while impaired has real consequences. Impairment is no illusion. Never drive impaired. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. David was in big trouble with the IRS. At first, I didn't owe that much, but after this year, it was out of control. Then David called Get a Tax Lawyer. Right away, they were like, oh yeah, looks like you're qualified to save Get a Tax Lawyer went to work. (laughs) Should have called way sooner. Get a Tax Lawyer has helped thousands like David fight the IRS and get a fresh start. Call 800-786-9014. That's 800-786-9014. Why? Just think about it. Why is the number one selling brand of chainsaws not sold at Lowe's or the Home Depot? 
we can give you over 10,000 reasons. That's how many authorized local steel dealers you can find across the country. Visit one and you'll find a range of dependable gas and battery powered tools from trimmers to blowers. And you'll find service from experienced professionals. Real steel. Find yours at steelusa.com. Lowe's and Home Depot are trademarks of their respective companies. It's the Florida Roundtable, and you know me, Melissa Fox. I like to stay on top of what's going on. And there's, well, the legislation just opened up this week with their new session. And my guest, Jeffrey Kaufman from Kaufman and Lind, is going to take a moment to explain it to us, what's going on, and why it's bad. That's right. Isn't that right? <laughs> oh, yeah. There are, there are a couple uh, cute things coming down the pipe. And normally, you can always tell how badly they want something by how quick they shoot it through. Uh-huh. Yeah. And this is going through like a rocket. Oh, yeah. We, okay. we got notified like two, three weeks ago that says uh, that our governor wants to do a little tort reform, which is there's no problem with that. Anything that makes a system better you know, as a workable system. What they want to basically do is limit people's ability to get uh, medical treatment when they get in an accident. Goal of this is to say, you only get this treatment at this price. So even if you buy the insurance yourself, you know, you're not going to get what you pay. They're sneaking this under the idea of the property issue. There are some property issues. My personal opinion is just because they don't, aren't willing to give you a dollar more on your roof doesn't mean that that should cost them an extra three, $4,000. Right. You know, that's a problem. But when they start screwing around with uh, people's ability to get uh, medical treatment, that's a problem. And what they're trying to do is say, okay, you can get medical treatment, but you can only get it at the cost of medical care and medicaid oh well that's not fun plus think of all the hoops you have to jump through to get reimbursed or anything that's kind of crazy no doctor no good doctor works under medicare right so if you need some good surgery yeah you might be able to get it at the emergency room but that's not really what we're trying to do here when people get in an accident they didn't cause this issue this isn't a period of time what happens is, is that you can get in a severe, serious car accident and you might need a fusion, for example, serious back surgery. And they're saying, well, we'll pay the doctor $1,500 for it, knowing it's a $50,000 surgery and no doctor is going to do it. Right, right. Just like no lawyer was going to take up uh, the, the roof thing with the possibility of, you know, that it has to be over a certain amount. There's so many weird things going on in our Florida Congress. And I like DeSantis for the most part. But some of these things that are going on right now in the new session are scary. I think our governor has done a fantastic job over the last couple of years. I think he dealt with COVID better than most governors did. I think he's cleaned up a lot of issues. He kept us, you know, our budgets clean. But every once in a while, he chooses something that, I don't know, whether let's call it near and dear to his heart, hmm. whether that be appointing five commissioners to Disney who, you know, basically, you know, how can I say it, funded that. his campaign right. <laughs> um, or going after going after attorneys who don't donate to his campaign either. So I, I think this is a little bit of vengeance and it's a way to tell the insurance companies, hey, when I run to the next office, I expect some donations. Ooh. And that's what we're dealing with here. Uh, we are dealing with Jeff Kaufman right now. He is from Kaufman and Lind and um yeah, this tort reform bill is not tasting right in my mouth. Uh, you're right. Now I've got a little more information. I'm not digging it. Well, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of people who've already gotten treatment who are going to have to go into bankruptcy because they're not going to get this money back because this bill is what they call retroactive, oh. which means it goes into effect now. So any medical bills you've paid are going to be yours. 
because the insurance company is only going to be responsible for the lowest cost that you could possibly get it done. And we know that that's not going to happen. Oh, gosh. All right. So what can my listeners do here to help out? Call, email, what? Call, email, get with your local congressperson. The fact is, from what I heard, the House has already been done. The House's bill is done. They're going to shoot it through the House as quick as possible. And the only hope these people have of getting proper treatment that, God forbid, something happens is to go to their, basically, their Florida senators, because the senators are going to be the ones to adjust the bill. Now, I don't have a problem with some of the things in this bill, but to take away people's ability to get medical treatment, you know, that's wrong. Yeah. It's just it's just not a right thing. No, that's not how we treat our Americans. We certainly don't treat our Floridians who are older. And obviously, if they get into a car accident, they're going to have higher medical bills. And here this is this. I don't like it. Don't like it at all. But I do love you, Jeff Kaufman. Thank you well, thank so you. much for joining us today. And uh, we're going to keep in touch with you because I want to know what the heck is going on every day. No, I'm just Especially with this legislation just coming back. We're fighting hard. Yeah. We're fighting hard. You know, I remember being in the military and it was easier in the military than dealing with Congress. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Drop and give me 10. There you go. (laughs) Thank you, Jeffrey Kaufman from Kaufman and Lind. We appreciate you being on the Florida Roundtable. Anytime. You're listening to the Florida Roundtable on the Florida Talk and Entertainment Network. Nailed it. What do you think? Think it'll work? How's that? Yeah, that good? damn good. Yeah, I think we got the point across. Reiterated. I, it. I, I hope so because it's bad. Yeah. I mean, yeah, this is uh, not good. You know, I can work in a, I can work in multiple different states. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to lose my livelihood. It's just these so many people are. I mean, you're paying for this stuff. You pay the insurance company that you know, like uninsured motorists. You pay for it, and they're going to go, okay, well, you have it, but um, you're not going to be able to use it okay. because this yeah. is we. You can't go to your doctor. You can't do this. And it's terrible. I, I got my next guest lined up, Jeff. So I'm going to let you go. You but hey, can you fire me off a little email just that will uh, that will get Bud's attention? And I'll fire it to him. In other words, point out the Medicare, Medicaid part of this. Okay. And I think right. uh, we'll set something. I'll talk to you a little later about it. All right. Thank yeah, you, man. You Appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And you're taping it, right? Yes. And it'll okay. replay starting at 10 o'clock Thursday evening and then plays all weekend. Okay, great. Thank you. Okay. Could you use monthly payments to help meet basic needs? Like putting food on the table, paying the rent, or buying new shoes for growing feet? Find out about Supplemental Security Income. You may qualify if your income and financial resources are low and you are 65 or older, or an adult or child with a disability or who is blind. Call 1-800-772-1213 or go to ssa.gov slash SSI. Produced by Social Security at U.S. taxpayer expense. Healthcare.gov is here for you when life happens. If you lost your health coverage because of turning 26, going off Medicaid, leaving your job, or moving, you could be eligible to enroll in new coverage now. And if you need to update your coverage because of marriage or having a baby, you could also be eligible. But don't wait. There's a limited time to enroll. Check your eligibility at healthcare.gov today. Life happens. Get covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. Hey, listen, are you a 50-year-old person looking for term life insurance? Then you need to talk to Bob. Bob specializes in helping people find a million dollars or more of term life insurance for a couple of hundred bucks a month. Look, you need to know there's a price war in the term life insurance business, and you may be paying too much. 
Call Bob and he'll shop and see how much money he can save you. Look, this could be the last term life insurance policy you ever have. Your rates are guaranteed for the next 20 years. That's right, guaranteed level rates for the next 20 years. And if you're a smoker or your health is not perfect, Bob has great rates for you too. So for a million dollars of term life insurance coverage for a couple of hundred bucks a month, Call Bob right now. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. 800-890-5049. That's 800-890-5049. Paid for by Term Direct. Shortness of breath. Patients confused. Temp 102. He just had an infection. What's going on? It's becoming septic. Antibiotics started. Bed ready. Let's move him. Infections can lead to a deadly chain reaction in your body called sepsis. Very quickly, sepsis can cause tissue damage, organ failure, and even death. If you know the risks, can spot the symptoms, and act fast, then you can get ahead of sepsis. Learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. My muscles ached. I was tired all the time. My son had a full-blown asthma attack. It came out of nowhere. The unsettling thing about some symptoms is... I had a fever and these terrible headaches. You don't always know what's causing them. It was Lyme disease from a tick bite. I had Zika virus from a mosquito. He had a reaction to cockroach allergens. Threats to your health can come from unexpected places. Get the facts. Visit pestworld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association. Hey, guys. It's all right. We got this going on. We got a fun interview, which we don't have a lot of time for, but we're going to push you to the website so you can get some of these recipes from Dr. Sylvia Melendez-Klinger. Swap it out. Yeah, what am I talking about? Oh, the healthiest cooking oil. Which is the healthiest cooking oil? Is it A, olive, B, canola, or C, avocado? And if you're like me, I have no idea. <laughs> Welcome, Dr. Klinger. Thank you so much for taking a moment to spare with us. Thank you. Thank you so much. Mm. So tell me, which one is it? Is it the uh, the olive, canola, or avocado oil that's the healthiest? <laughs> okay. They all have a purpose, and that's the thing. You know, you can use them for different things. For example, the can vegetable oil, canola oil, you use them for frying, baking, roasting, grilling, because they can be taken to high temperatures. The other oils, uh, olive oil and avocado and sesame, they're delicate oils, so they're more for cold dishes, marinating, dressing. Now, these are all vegetable fats, so they're great for the heart. They're heart-healthy. Now, the fats that you need to be really careful are coconut oil and animal fats. Animal fats and coconut oil have saturated fats. They're damaging for the heart. Stay away from those or eat it, use them, you know, very, very, very tiny, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's on oils. <laughs> hey, do we have to give up anything to start eating a little healthier or what? No, actually, it's the opposite. You need to add more things. You need oh. to add more vegetables to your dishes. You need to add spices like, or, or, you know, like things more, more garlic, more onions, more fresh herbs, and, um, and actually, and vegetables and fruits are great additions to your, to your plate. But then spices are great for adding flavor as well without adding salt. Uh, things like cumin or red peppers or, um, you know, garlic powder, onion powder, those are all great, great seasonings that don't add any salt, and they have flavors, colors, and even nutrition. 
Ah, it's National Nutrition Month, and with that in mind, I have invited Miss Sylvia, Dr. Klinger, and uh, she's telling us a bunch of good stuff. It's science. It's backed by the American Heart Association. So how can we celebrate? I know we've got recipes on a website. We'll get that information in just a second. But how do we celebrate National Nutrition Month? Yes, the American Heart Association has a great program going on. It's called Together at the Table. But I want to give you a challenge. I want to tell the community to do one little tiny step this month. And that could be using one less teaspoon of salt, one less teaspoon of sugar, or walk around after you have a meal, or add more water, add another vegetable to your meal. You know, one little tiny change, okay? okay? And for me, it's all about the salt, because we love salty food. So I say one less teaspoon of salt, and add more of the veggies, more the citrus fruits, more spices and fresh herbs, and then add the flavor with these items, and you won't even miss the salt. Oh, I love it. Hey, where can we go for more information, Dr. Klinger? Yes, heart.org forward slash nutrición y tu familia, which is nutrition and your family, heart.org forward slash nutrición y tu familia. That's uh, the website, information there in yeah. English and Spanish, recipes, resources, you name it. Christian, uh, chicken mole, uh, spicy pumpkin, pumpkin burritos, what? And tuna tostados. I know. Just some of the it's recipes. so good. And it has the American Heart Association stamp of approval because it has, you know, less salt, less saturated fats, more fiber. You, It's going to be really good and flavorful. You know it. We've been talking with award-winning author and global nutrition entrepreneur, Dr. Sylvia Klinger. You're the founder of the Hispanic Food Communications. I love that. And bilingual as well, folks. So go check out the website. Thank you so much for being on the roundtable today. And I You're hope welcome. people take your Thank info. you for having me. Such great, great opportunity. You've been listening to the Florida Roundtable, a news and public affairs presentation of the Florida News Network. The views and opinions expressed during this program are those of the participants and do not necessarily reflect the views of this station's management, ownership, or sponsors. For questions or comments, write to Florida Roundtable at fnnonline.net.